Welcome to the verse. Untouchable niggas spitting venom out his body with the dopest flows And wonder why the lines around the corner Cause the little motherfucker has the dopest shows So one time for my independent women And all the single mothers who be getting that cake Two times for my dog pulling triggers And my niggas in the kitchen that be flipping that way East coast, west coast, midwest, dirty south Then we took it all around the world I got fans in retirement homes to teenagers And little bitty boys and girls Dropping lyrical bombs up in your hood Now I'm stopping, I'ma hit them till the block explodes Hip-hop, R&B, pop tar, what you want? I even got a little rock and roll The most creative, original Got them taking subliminal Cause they can't get what I got They want it so bad Four million dollar pad And enough to retire off two albums Go on, wave your white flags, I'm hot And every time I rhyme I'm putting rappers in the ground With lines that got them hooked like gold They gotta make up their mind Because they running out of time And now I'm about to make them choke Better turn your stereo louder Listen up and let me preach Let's get arrested for disturbing the Oh Hello, hello, hello Ooh I am... Hype now all of a sudden. I know. Who needs coffee when you got that, you know? Man, I was I was I was kinda like chilling a little bit until until yeah. that came on. But um welcome everybody to the verse. I'm Dare. I'm Leslie. And uh here on the verse we celebrate hip hop music and culture through our unapologetic opinions and collectively curated playlists. And what you just heard was the Southern Fried intro by Ludacris. Yep, that was um, from the Chicken and Beer album. Yes, no. yes. I know you might be wondering, like, why? What's the theme? Like, why? That's clearly an intro. It's one of the best intros mm-hmm. I've ever heard. Um, but we're continuing our sample series, mm-hmm. and um, this week we chose none other than Mister Hot Buttered Soul. <laughs> yes. Um, the chef from South Park, as he, Falcon pointed out earlier. Gone too soon, in my opinion, Isaac Hayes. Yeah, he's been gone for 11 years now. Right, and he was only 65, you know. Um, just had a stroke, and it was just, like, downhill from there for him. He was so deep mm-hmm. and created some great music and also, you know, was around a lot of great musicians as well that helped him with a lot of music, and mm-hmm. he acknowledges that. Um yeah, he just, um, voice, musician, all that. Yeah, I mean, he was a songwriter for Stax Records, which you know how important mm-hmm. Stax was to soul and really music overall throughout the 60s and 70s. Yeah, they, they originated a lot, mm-hmm. you know, um, that is still being used today. Yep. So, Including um... Walk On By. Walk On By. Yep. I did not know until today that the Isaac Hayes version that we all know and love is actually a remake. The song was originally made by Dionne Warwick. What? Mm-hmm. Okay, say that one more time so we can, because we're, <laughs> this, this is an information, this is one of our episodes where we're, like, really sharing a lot of, like, just dug, like, digitally in their, deep in their information. Like, so, say it, so did Dionne Warwick, that's her song? Mm-hmm. In 1963, she released Walk On By. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was actually a huge song. It peaked at number six on the Billboard charts. And a few years later, Isaac Hayes remade it in 69, 
Mm-hmm. And that's the version that we and hip-hop really love because Tupac sampled it in Me Against the World. Wu-Tang did and I Can't Sleep. Right. Beyonce did in Six Inch Heels because I'm always going to bring up Beyonce when I can. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> and then, of course, Little Chris in this wonderful Southern Fried intro. I know. Did you say the Cypress Hill? Okay, them too. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do you know? Keys. Yeah, and Alicia Keys. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, this song actually... I mean, it was sampled a lot, but those are some major hits mm-hmm. that that came out of just that one song. Yeah, right? that version of that song. I know. Said, because um, he's not the only person to cover it, but he's the only one that hip-hop has really embraced like that. Yeah, and the instrumentals uh, is 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 the best part of like a lot of his music because it has this 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 deepness to it that you can feel. Yeah, they're like opus. Right, right. Um so that was Walk On By. Uh and those artists uh they made great music with it. So the next one um another one that we mentioned or that you mentioned was um Ellie's Love Theme. Mm-hmm. Um from Shaft, the yep. original soundtrack of Shaft cuz he actually you know and I'm cutting myself off here. I, you know, that song Shaft. Shaft. Yeah, it's so interesting. Like, it's so big mm-hmm. and so classic. Nobody ever touched it. It seemed like. I don't know. I mean, I, I looked it up. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure people have, but I mean, like, no hits other than Shaft have come out. Yeah. <laughs> Shaft. It seems like. Right. I mean, just why bother? <laughs> right. It's the music. The uh, the movie's been clearly remade, and now there's a. A sequel, even. Whenever I hear that, I think about the Fresh Prince, though. Remember how Will's character was obsessed with Shaft? That's right. Yes. On the Fresh Prince. Wow, uh-huh. he said he's a bad mother. Shut, Shut your mouth. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've got to... If you haven't seen Fresh Prince, you got to see that. Who part. has not seen Fresh Prince? Like, I don't know. I mean, especially not anybody listening, listening to this. this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, that's, that's not... That's completely off. Yeah, Everybody but knows I mean, that. Shaft was huge. The, yeah, the theme song and the album itself, um, number one everywhere. Billboard right. top one hundred. Back then, it was Billboard Black Albums as well. That was a category. Interesting. That was number. It was number one there. Adult mm-hmm. Contemporary hit number six. So I mean, Shaft was just. That's probably why too. Actually, and Public Enemy did sample Shaft. They um, did. Oh, mm-hmm. they did. Mm-hmm. Okay, good and find. Power to the people. Oh, okay. No surprise there. Not Very on brand Republican. Yeah, I mean, I've got to go back and listen to that one for sure because mm-hmm. for some reason I just, when I think of it, and um, since we've been researching Isaac Hayes, I was just like, man, all these other songs that I love from, from Isaac Hayes were sampled, you know, many times, mm-hmm. sometimes over 100 times, you know, and, yeah. and I just haven't seen Shaft. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. Ellie's love theme was on side one. Of mm-hmm. that, because you know how albums used to come out back then. They had sides. Of course. The B, a, a side and B side B, is a thing. Yep, exactly. Yeah. You know, the kids don't know about that now. Oh, they stream everything. Wow, look at you. Look at you trying to date yourself out here. How you doing? Man? That's usually me. I like it, though. I'm I'm forever young today. <laughs> well, again, as we said many times, black don't crack, so it really don't, don't matter. It don't matter, yeah. Even, like, the other day I was out, um, and I was meeting people, and I was telling them about like my background and what I did before I moved here, and they're like, wait, how old are you? And I'm like, right. I know, I know. Yeah, I know. They assume. Three decades? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've been around here. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're probably looking at you, and they're like, man, yeah, she's a good, like, 23, you yeah, know. Fresh, fresh out of undergrad. Out the, yeah. <laughs> they're like, hold on, you got how many degrees? <laughs> 
I am instantly like now uncomfortable, like <laughs> intimidated. All right. So back to Ellie's love thing <laughs> yes. on side one of um the Shaft album. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean this has been sampled quite a bit, most notably yeah. by The Wickedest by Funkmaster Flex. Yeah. MVP 2000. Um, Which I like that song. Just, MVP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, MV, uh, the the DJ Premier remix. Yeah. Because um, he did that homage to to Big L. Yeah. You know I thought that was. Was great. I mean, I didn't. I, I tried to listen to a lot of Big L, like, because um, I heard about him right before he died, mm. like right before. Like it had to be a month. Wow. And then I was like going into it. And I was like, oh, he's got some promise. Like, mm-hmm. you know. That seems to be like the reoccurring. Whenever I hear Big L, it's what I hear too. Like he had a lot of promise. Yeah. As because, if he didn't really get to peak. He didn't. I don't think he did. Yeah. Um. I mean, a, a lot of people will probably agree with my sentiments and disagree with them, but that's mm-hmm. my opinion. You know. I mean, I. I feel like he still had a lot of room to grow. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of other, other artists that were definitely, you know, better. Mm-hmm. Um, he he doesn't like belong in like the top ten, but he's almost like that that Bo Jackson. Like you know, you think that he could have been the greatest athlete ever, right? Mm-hmm. If he didn't have degenerative hip or something, you know, right. and have to stop early. Mm-hmm. And, you love a sports analogy, man. Oh, I do it every <laughs> week, man. All my sports people out there, my homies that love sports, man. Yeah. <laughs> Talking for y'all, man. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, for sure. And yeah. and uh, I just think that yeah, he just was gone too soon before he had a, a chance. A little side note: you said top ten. Did you hear about that? Like that ridiculous top ten. I'm list? so glad you mentioned that because people were texting me like Same. crazy. You've got to tell me your top ten. I'm like, why? I'm done with top tens. Like they're like, um, no, I just got to because somebody said Joe Budden was like number three. <laughs> number three, and I was like. <laughs> All right, here it goes. <laughs> you know, he did a hilarious podcast about that. By the way, go check of course that he's out. got a joke um, on himself because yeah. there's no way he can even believe that oh, himself. He, absolutely not. Yeah, and, I mean that whoever made the list was trolling everyone because yeah. they wanted that exact response. Of course, and I'm happy for them because they got it. But I don't do those lists because they're just so like they're so subjective. Right. That's why I like to do like the the teams. Like you know how great these are my top. You know. Like big earners, either rather be in the sense of earning mm-hmm. or in the sense of impact. Mm-hmm. I like to give it a kind of but even measuring impact label. is really hard. It is all of it's hard. First of all, even like because it ends up even over like 50, forty-five years, you end up you know talking about fifty artists, and you know you're still gonna leave somebody great mm-hmm. out. It's just that it's such a vast universe, and it's constantly expanding yeah. when it comes to music and people's like aesthetic. You can't really always jump to the, like the top ten, but that's the Beautiful part of having an opinion. Yeah. All I have to say, I'm not doing no damn top no, 50, we ain't doing top that. 30. Yeah, exactly. Nah, so nah, that's, that's not, for y'all, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not <Okay>. doing it. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's what's up. Yeah, not, yeah, and Angel, yeah, texting me, you've got you've to gotta tell me. You've, you've, you've got to tell me your top 10. And I'm like, man, look. I ain't got to do shit but stay black. I know, Pay my man. taxes and die. That's it. I'm not telling it. you a top 10. <laughs> I could tell you who my favorite why I like Thank this you. artist. Because it's so personal. That right. all day. And I'm not going to argue with you. Nah, nah. That's how I feel. Trust me, because I've tried to argue with you about what your favorite is. You're like, that's just mine. Yeah, you we, do we did it all here. I know, like, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I know. Like, it was like last week. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, were we hung up on my baby's door? No, no we, we were on well, Ellie's, Ellie's love theme. Game. That's where we are. Okay. Yeah, and so the song that I chose for that is actually um, by an artist, independent artist named CJ. Um, I heard this song back when it came out in 2016 off of his Boom Bap tape album mm. or mixtape. I'm not sure. Um, and I heard it 
via Spotify. Thought it was dope and checked his work out. It is pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, CJ's out of Florida, Broward okay. County. Um, Does not sound like he's out of Broward County. Just, I know, but this is the Boom Bap album. Just, yeah, and that's the cool thing about hip hop. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you know, the, usually it's a regional. You can tell, but he just yeah. You know. Anyway, go ahead. He really no. I'm saying he really embodied it. I was about to say what you just said. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, we can get into it. Okay. So this is Called Jazzy. Jazzy. Yeah, and this samples Ellie's love thing. About to get cuffed and end up in jail. You fucking with death itself. Kill all informants, so no one is left to tell. Wish me good luck or fail. But did your record sell? You sold your soul, but now you're stuck in the depths of hell. Your thoughts are unhealthy. Standing beside the elk tree, holding an axe. No one now acts. Kill yourself, please. You do not deserve to live, cause your lack of worthiness. What are your life purposes? Um, niggas talking down when I walk around town. Till I spark the pound, leave you lost and found clown. Now I'm just talking, I'm just talking, blah, blah. I'm already ahead of you, but you will never be lyrical. Hit him with every syllable bars that I come through with. Lines of punch you get when I'm kicking it off some kung fu shit. You're a rapper? No, you're lunch food, bitch. You're the type to spit raps and mix facts with a bunch of untrue shit. How the fuck am I supposed to believe you? You better be careful when I blow. You know they say explosives are lethal. Niggas will quit, but me, I rap till my time's out. I'm hip hop's foster father putting rappers in time out. You do or you die. I'm the winner, so you gon' lose if you try. Who is this guy? Better known as the truth in disguise. Ooh, smooth. Well, I don't know. He's kind of hard. Man, he went hard. He was in his bag. He was in that rapidy rap shit. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> love, love that shit. You said that rapidy rap. <laughs> it's that rapid fire. Them, them, the what is it? Well, they they fit those those three, like in triplets or. Mm-hmm. Quadruplets between the baseline or whatever. Like he went in. Yeah, I like it. Um, and this is actually the first time that I had a chance to check it out. You actually opened, you know, my eyes to it. And hopefully, like maybe listeners have that haven't heard it will check him out mm-hmm. because um, from a lyrical perspective, he's he's on point. I mean, I would like to hear what he ha- else he has to say. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Deliveries like like highly competitive. Like yeah, you know. start that album. Yeah. Okay. That's what's up. Um, so, man, keeping this, like, this, this flavor alive, um, so that one sample, before I go on, that was, um, that one sample... Ellie's Love Theme from Shaft. Okay, And now we're moving on to The Look of Love. Nice. Which was on Isaac Hayes' 1970 album, To Be Continued, um, that was also a cover, which I did not know until today. <laughs> yeah, and it was cover. It was originally sung by uh, Dusty Springfield, and both uh, "Look of Love" and "Walk On By" were written by uh, Burt Bacharach, which is like, it I just, guess they had some type of relationship. Mm-hmm. He kept covering his songs. I mean, just like I said earlier, he he was part of a whole group of people. He has so many great like musicians around him. Mm-hmm. His reputation was like so, just like. Uh, it was great just mm-hmm. by like listening to his uh, interviews how much respect and how many people he shots out in his interviews you know he he's probably one of those people that you know just clearly like to get in the studio and jam especially with having like 12 minute songs that's it, exactly <laughs> what I'm saying look of love is 11 minutes that's long that's what I was going to yes yeah. I'm so glad you said that cuz I was like when I looked at it, I tried to listen to it all the I've always tried to listen to this one like all the way through I never make it through <laughs> I mean I've got to be really sad <laughs> yeah because and 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 I still haven't you know what I mean mm-hmm. um and the but, original the thing is the original look of love was 3 minutes <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, he does add something on. It seems like sometimes, like with the instrumentals toward the end of some yeah. of the songs. I mean, this the this is a whole new arrangement. The lyrics were the same, but that was it. Oh man, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, that's 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 what it is. Talk about that. talent. Man. Yeah, just being able to to create on top of recreate, which is what hip hop does, mm-hmm. and that's what Jay Z did with um, "Can I Live." You know, this was this was on the of course the Reasonable Doubt album, which a lot of people claim is their favorite that go back that far with Jay Z. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you? What's your favorite album? I just wanted to know. Blueprint. Blueprint. You did say that. Yeah. You? you told me. I'm sorry. I'm Black a album friend. was a very close second. Yeah. You Some told about me the colors. This. I can't believe. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Blue and black. That's your thing. Um, until the Black album, Reasonable Doubt was my favorite mm-hmm. for sure. The Black album highly competed against it like for me yeah i really enjoyed the black album and I, honestly i'm one of those people that like the dynasty you know i like the album too you did i liked too? it a lot yeah i like the intros def- by far like my favorite intro we'll circle back to that in a minute okay that's what's but, up but um yeah reasonable doubt is but never like regardless how i feel about it it's a classic hip-hop album yeah I not that i just like it just not in my top three jay-z albums i hear you yeah, and you know, I think the sentimental value of it for me because yeah. it, when I heard of my thought, I was and I was in Dallas, Texas, in like junior high, like listening to this very adult lyrics yeah. that he has. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand half of it. Um, had me researching, like you know what I mean. Which you know, shout out to hip hop for helping us learn. <laughs> I mean, even today know? we learn about all these different samples. And I, I didn't know. know that Isaac Hayes had all these remakes. You know what I mean? And just all these samples and just being able to recreate the music in, in their own way, put their own spin on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, this is the album where Jay-Z and his whole production team, like, they decided to buy these samples and give discounts to other artists that use the samples. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, he did that on volume two. Of course, I've said this before, though. Mm-hmm. Like, when... Um, I think Nipsey shot it out, shot him out, and said like, you know, when he used that Annie uh, sample, it was cheaper because he was able to, and because Jay Z made it to where where anyone in hip hop could use the sample for less expensive, you know, could get it clear through him, mm-hmm. you know. Anyway, did you know that Herb Gotti produced "Can I Live"? Did not know that. Yep. Good find. Wow. So that's crazy. They're all in the same circles like that at that time. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I mean. Of course, I guess as as they began to grow, it probably because I mean they probably spread out. But but you know, Jay Z had song had a song with uh, um, Ja Rule on on Volume Two, I believe too, didn't it? Yeah. yeah the, so. uh, what's it called? The the first really big pop single of his. Can I get a? Yeah, he did the hook. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he did a verse. Yeah, and so, the last verse. Yeah. So. And they were all under Def, Def Jam at the time. Exactly. Yeah, they were all under that umbrella. Kind of mm-hmm. that they had their own labels, but Def Jam was doing, like, distribution at that time, weren't they? I'm not sure what the stu- structure of the deal yeah, was, but I know that they were definitely under... For sure. There was Def, Def Jam, Jam and then it was Rockefeller. Mm-hmm. And Murder, Inc. Murder Inc. Yeah. yeah. That's cool, man, that Irv Gotti was, they did some work. And that, that song, too? Of course, Jay-Z worked with a lot of producers. Mm-hmm. I just, that's shocking that it was Irv Gotti, though. Yeah. yeah. I think Irv, I think, you know, I think executive, I don't really think, like, record producer, but I forgot he was. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um... So let's get into this. So Look of Love was uh, sampled on Can I Live by Jay-Z. Let's check it out. 
atrocities like we've got immunity. You guessed it, manifested intangible goods. Platinum Rolex, this. we don't lease, we buy the whole car, as you should. My confederation, detonation, explode on detonation. Overload the mind of the said patient. When it boils the steam, it comes to it. We all fiends gotta do it. Even righteous minds go through this. True this, the street schoolers to spend our money foolish. Bond with jewelers and watch for intruders. I stepped it up another level, meditated like a Buddhist. Recruited lieutenants with ludicrous dreams of getting cream. Let's do this. It gets tedious, so I keep one eye open like CBS. You see me stress, right? Can I live? Can I live? Can I live? You kind of hear that on the hook. That's why I want to like let that hook like ride a little bit because you can hear it throughout. You can, you can. The instrumental. It's just when it goes boom, boom oh, yeah. like that. that Doesn't get more. <laughs> <laughs> it's completely the the entire sample. You know what I mean? Like there's not even there's just extra bass in there. They didn't even yeah. change the snare. It was just like just play it. You know what I mean? And right. Add a little bit of. A little bit more speed to it, I think. Uh, actually, it might be the same speed. I think you know what I mean because yeah. I was thinking back in like on the Ludacris one, uh, he speeds up the beat a little bit. Yeah. You know, you can tell it's sped up. But this one seems like it's on the same like which tempo. matches the delivery, right? Because yeah. Ludacris was rapping his ass off really quickly, right? In right. that song, and this one, Hove, like has his classic chill delivery <sighs> and fitting so many. Words and images into like three minutes mm -hmm. or four minutes. That's how long this song is. Yeah. But there's a whole story. Like, yep. you know, he, he he talks about like how, you know, he could spot like a beginner in the game. Mm -hmm. Like um, how he does, you know, and how uh, everybody, no matter how righteous or how evil you are, you go through like selfish tendencies. Yep. You know what I mean? And that's just like can I live? Can I can I appreciate the the money I made or do whatever? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's just this is really cool what he's done with that. That song really made me think like, oh, he definitely came from the big school of rap. Yeah, yeah. That storytelling yeah. aspect about the drug game. It never stopped. Yeah. And the and the clever way in which he delivers it. Mm -hmm. Cuz it, it it's not just in your face. Right. Like there are Gotta some, listen. Yeah, there's some artists out there just be like, "Hey, birds, packs, cocaine, da." You know what I mean? They go, they go in. <laughs> That's how it goes. <laughs> no, not that bad. I'm not a rapper. Let me just clarify that. But I mean, some you got. I mean, you kind of understand what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm definitely. Just, <laughs> I just, you know, I love to make fun of you. That's oh all. yes, I know, I know. <laughs> it's it's great. This is this really happens, people. This is not for the podcast. Right, like no. this is real. This is real all shit. natural. <laughs> um, but yeah. So where are we going? Next? Yeah, we're sticking with Rockefeller. Nice. Um, because in um. Year was that in two thousand and one, mm -hmm. Beanie Siegel released the reason that was his second album, and on that was a song that sampled another Isaac Hayes song. So, Isaac Hayes' song they're talking about now is Ike's Mood One, which was Man. also from the To Be Continued album. I love this one. Yeah. Um, Ike's Mood One. 
Yeah, I mean, this is a popular one in hip-hop, it's too, It's super right? popular. Nas and Mary J. Blige sampled yeah. it and Reach Out, Make Music With Your Mouth, Biz Marquis, who we love to talk about these days. Yep, yep. <laughs> Letter to the Firm. Music, to, music With My Mouth is the first one, I think, that uses it, because that... Dum, 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 that mm-hmm. bell, like, it's so classic in hip-hop. People yeah. love it. Um, in uh, the 90s, people were remixing songs a lot, and mm-hmm. they were just putting that in as a remix or as, like, a Check break. out our remix episode. You yeah. want to learn more about that? Exactly. I mean, <laughs> even, uh, I mean, the Brat, like, has a song, um, um, uh, Funk, no, um, Another Tantrum on, on, I forgot the name of the song, Sitting on Top of the World, that's what it is, and it's the remix of it, and he, mm-hmm. com- Jermaine Dupri completely changes the beat mm-hmm. from an Isley Brothers song to the Ice Move one and flows perfectly somehow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it's a good producer for you. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, so, what other... Uh, yeah, mu- so Music With Your Mouth, that's the one that I wanted to just point out because I just really like mm-hmm. that one for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like I said, we were sticking with Rockefeller, Beanie Siegel. This was good, though. This is a good find. Yeah, and I like the song and because... you love Rail. I mean... You love Rail. <laughs> is it me or you? We both do. We talked about him. Because <laughs> I say that because you chose No Better Love. I did. I chose you, this song. We both chose a Rail yeah. song. Let's just keep it like, <laughs> real. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I like this song because when I think Beanie Siegel, I think like super hardcore. Yeah. Like, very threatening. Yeah. <laughs> and this song is not that. Yeah, his delivery is still very gruff because he's still being single. That's who he is. Um, and this is before you know his lung issue. So have you heard him recently? No, his I voice is not the same at all. Oh really? Yeah, I think he was stabbed in the lung maybe or something. Oh man. Um, yeah. So his I gotta catch up on his voice that. is very different now. But this was before that happened. So, um, and he was still very gruff and still like intimidating. And this song is more about just like giving people their flowers, even those who think you don't really mess with them. That's cool, like, man. No, like, I love you just from afar. Yeah, and sometimes you got to do that. Yeah, you know, definitely. I, we've all experienced it if we're growing, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yep. And it's melancholy a little bit. Yeah. For sure. Exactly. So, I mean, I don't really think Beanie Siegel and emotions, but this song has it. Nice. Um, and, I mean, what better music to channel emotions than soulful music of Isaac Hayes? Oh, 100%. You know? Yeah, so I, I just want to check this one out. Like, I've, I've listened to it a couple times. Um, it's just a really good use of it. I yeah, you know, out of all the songs I like, you know, this was a good find for sure. So let's check it out. I gotta get a world true folks. Can you feel it? I know the truth first. They say, how can he disrespect his pop with harsh curses? Simple, harsh like harsh verses. I can't believe the mouth of this prick. He said, put his mouth on his dick. I know we gotta talk about that. I know you talk about that. You on the tip like I don't like you. I got four kids, three baby mothers. I'm just like you. Sometimes I wanted to just fight shit. Swing going. Think I'm playing, man. I'm just like you. I was a kid with a puzzle. We're missing pieces, trying to put it together, dog. You put it together. You made me have to foot through the weather in a storm with no raincoat. I don't only speak on me. I speak upon the kids in the same boat. Riding the same water, same situation, same fatherless daughter. I hate you, that's in your mind. Don't get caught up in the rhyme. You think I dissed you now? That I don't miss you now. Don't be a hater now. Be glad I made it now. I know I probably rubbed you the wrong way, but fuck what the song say. You were right about how this, you know, how he delivered this song. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, 
I oh. mean, and I mentioned, I made you stop talking about Dynasty earlier because, like, his delivery is kind of like that on the Dynasty album, too. I feel like he exactly. was a standout star on that album. He was. I think he was. And the, when the song that was, I think, produced by The Alchemist or something on there, um, he, I mean, he stole the show. Mm-hmm. Like, he completely went in. Yeah. And he, you said something about, like, earlier about, like, how his voice has changed. Yeah. And he wanted to, like... See, so he actually had his lung removed. An, an entire lung. Mm-hmm. He was shot in the stomach. And the bullet fragments were just too great in his lungs, so doctor had to remove it. Um, and the super messed up part is that um, he wasn't even the intended target. That's interesting. Yeah. And it sucks. Yeah. It struck, sucks in the worst way, actually. Right. Um, I mean, he's still here, thank goodness. Yeah, because, like he said, he got... Four kids and three baby mothers. So you know, yeah. you know, I'm not assuming he's lying about that. Right. You know, so that's something he won't lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So, um, but yeah, I just, you know, that's 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 sad. You know, I am, you know, I'm, I'm glad that he's still here, like being a being able to represent himself in hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because he's got he's got a lot of good material out there. Even if he makes no more material, he still has like loads of material out there. You know what For I mean? For sure. So. And he was on a pretty good show, too. Uh, I went to see him in Chicago mm-hmm. a few years ago. And um, it was funny because at the end, he was like, everybody just, like, come here and rap with me. And it was just funny because the crowd, like, I could see all the people in the crowd who at some point in their lives contemplated being a rapper, like, yeah. living it out on stage. That's dope. <laughs> I was like, I'll never forget everybody that Everybody acting out. Like, yeah, you know, doing the rapper hands and whatnot. Yeah, the gestures. <laughs> right. The body, the The dance. pacing. Yeah, the whole thing. Man. I probably wouldn't have got on stage. Yeah, but I, if I was I like didn't. under twenty five, though, yeah, I might have. But it was a Beanie Siegel show, so there really weren't people under twenty five. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> nobody. Yeah, exactly. Right. You would. Yeah, if you if you had like a little dream back then. Yeah, I feel that. I, yeah. Yeah, I would just like to watch it. <laughs> I, I kind of would like to see all the people that would like to just be like, let me find out if I'm like really afraid of him. <laughs> <laughs> he took pictures of everybody though. He was no. He, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure he can't really complain. Rockefeller like. I don't know how how they treated him, but he seemed like he's okay. Yeah, um, that's just that Philly. Yeah, Philly will harden you. Yeah, man. So, um, man. But yeah, now we're moving into "Joy" by Isaac Hayes. Um, that song came out in 1973, and that was actually the name of the album too, was "Joy." And "Joy" is a 15 minute and 55 second long song. As well. I'm gonna tell you, this guy just would be like, "Hey, just hit record, and I'm just gonna figure it out." Yeah, we'll chop it up later. You know what I mean, and or not, right? <laughs> just clearly let it roll. Right. You know, as as it is. You know, um, yeah. I mean, this one was was sampled uh, by quite a few people too. You mentioned uh, uh, before we get into that. I'm mm-hmm. just looking at some facts about that album. Okay, and the name of his like. Um, Backup singers, I guess they're a group, mm-hmm. was Hot Buttered Soul Unlimited. I told you, Just Mr. Hot Buttered Soul. Rolling. Mr. Yep. That's who he is, Mr. I mean, nothing puts a sweet taste in your mouth like a, a, a decadent taste in your mouth than, <laughs> than saying Hot Buttered Soul. Yep. It makes me actually think of like all types of great food when I say it. <laughs> And sweet sounding melodies. Anyway, I'm gonna stop. Um, I'm salivating. And then his band was called, other than the Isaac Hayes movement, they also had uh, the Memphis Strings, 
which mm-hmm. is a great yeah, I did. homage I read about that to one. where he was from because he was he's Memphis. born in Kentucky. I mean, not Kentucky. Wow, Memphis, Memphis. Yeah, is definitely Tennessee. That's not Sorry, that. Southern people. <laughs> um, he was born in Memphis and died in Memphis too. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Even um, his last uh, uh, he was on um, a Hustle and Flow. I remember seeing him in that <laughs> movie. Yes. Yeah. Um, you can check out our soundtracks. Episode. That's exactly where I was going. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, we we <laughs> I know, and and he has some songs in that soundtrack. I mean, he he's um he I mean he's he's been involved in so much. Even you know, speaking of soundtracks, he was on the Dead President soundtrack. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, he he he's done a lot. So uh, where were we? I mean, his songs as Enjoy of 2008, his, his songs generated more than 12 million performances. So that probably includes his own as well as covers, all samples, all of that. Man. Again, back to these publishing checks. Yeah, his estate, just like you, yeah, we talked about just like the last two weeks. I mean, with, with James Brown, with, with Stevie Wonder, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> these guys like have gen- created an entire ecosystem, like, uh, you know, mm-hmm. within their own music. Right. Like, you can make an album with all their covers and go platinum. Yeah. Now. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, it's crazy. But, again, that's kind of the basis of hip-hop, so it makes yeah. sense. It's the, the the beauty in hip-hop and the beauty in the music at that time, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so, because, you know, hip-hop rose from it, you know? So. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, the song Joy, you chose, though. Well, I'll get into other songs that sampled it first. Like okay. Trouble yeah. Man by Inspector Deck. Right. Behind mm-hmm. the Bush by Jungle Brothers. Yeah. Power by Ice-T. My favorite is actually 30 Hours by Kanye West. I was and wondering why you. Why Andre 3000. You but like, we just play too much of that. We've played Kanye quite a few times. We've played more than too. enough Andre. Yeah. So we won't do that again. But that's probably my favorite. And plus, the thing is, that was fairly popular too, mm-hmm. I think. I mean, even though it was down the list on, on the samples, because mm-hmm. I, was, I was researching the samples by popularity. Yeah. Um, and this one was down the list. It was below the Inspector Deck song. I right. Was, I was shocked. But relating to hip hop, I guess it would be, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um But I like that song, Thirty Hours, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah, I ultimately went with the Spice One song. That was an interesting pick. <laughs> yeah, Spice One's one of those who's like one of those names you just heard you hear of it, but you don't really know much about him. I mean, and I'm speaking for myself, but I okay. feel like I'm speaking for a lot of people too. Yeah. Um I mean he's from the Bay, right? So mm-hmm. um Spice One, I I liked Spice One when it, when I was a kid. Yeah. And I used to try to I actually was really looking to try to grip one, get one of his albums because when we used to go to, you know, Sam Goody and you know, the music stores and hang out, mm-hmm. you know. Oh yeah, um, you can actually like listen to it in oh, the store. Yeah. Oh yeah, the CD exchange shops. Mm-hmm. You know, they had CD players and people would be there. I would be there for hours. Same. I remember listening to the. I remember when Dre left. You know. <sighs> Death Row, this is a tangent. But I went there, like, the first Aftermath album oh, yeah. wasn't well, any good, mm-hmm. really, necessarily. I listened to that whole thing Same. in a CD exchange. Story. I listened to it at Black Person Music. You did? Yep. Dang, that's crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I was listening to it. I was like, why is it not getting better? Anyway, <laughs> that's my opinion. It should be should have been better. It's like coffee when you keep adding sugar and it's not getting sweeter. I know. It's like you're just trying to make it better. Like, you know, you, or you got a dish. I got something else. You got a dish. You cook it, and you're like, man, maybe I need to add a little garlic. Oh. <laughs> Maybe a little more garlic. Maybe some celery salt. Paprika? Uh, I know. <laughs> and you keep adding stuff, and you're like, this is getting worse. Now you're coughing out spices because you put too much. Damn. <laughs> so I, I'm not saying that, Dre. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's been, he know about that album, man. He's the one who did it. So, um, 
<laughs> but you know, he of course he's one of the greatest of all time. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Let's just get that. Yeah, well, I'm not walking it back. <laughs> that album was not good. This one, like after that and before that, you know, everybody need a break. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Everybody so gets one. Our, my first episodes in this podcast were trash. Okay, <laughs> I'm just be the first one to say it. So, and now we're getting better. You know You're what I'm saying? Right. So, but anyway, <laughs> hey, what a tangent. Um, <laughs> but Spice One only had three albums. That's what I'm saying, yeah. And 91, 92, 93. I was going to get at that. Like in and out. He had a really great feature on the remix of Five on it. Okay. Whew. If you want to check that out, I just want to throw that in there. Mm-hmm. He, man, Five on it, he he made that remix to me. Mm-hmm. Drew Down was in there and some other people. Like, it had everybody on there. Even right. E-40, the remix had, like, so seven or eight it was artists. basically an Isaac Hayes 30 minute song <laughs> <laughs> it was like six minutes for a hip hop song it was an Isaac yeah. Hayes song straight up cause you know hip hop you know we don't like it to be over four minutes so right. it was like six that's and like a half that's like the One Blood remix remember when that came out oh. it's still happening oh okay. why yeah I know it's <laughs> loop after loop and you just turning your head <laughs> that and Pimp Juice vibe <laughs> We're on tangents today. You're on so many tangents. Yeah, I know, but, but I just saying <laughs> Nelly, Pimp Juice, that you can't put a bridge in there, change that beat. It just goes boom, 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 boom for five straight minutes. Please. I love the ba- bass line, but change it up. Anyway, I'm gonna stop. That had been on your heart for years. Back on point. Um <laughs> but Spice One, yeah, you say you don't have three albums. Mm-hmm. Um man, I wonder what's this one was now. off his second album. Dope, yo. So um, Money or Murder. Mm-hmm. Let's check it out. Rolling down the block, smoking endo. I got the clock and I'm headed for the liquor stuff. Rolling up slowly, feeling on my goatee. And one of these niggas said they know me. He look kind of familiar. But nigga, don't step too close, I might kill you. I couldn't really tell who he was, but I ain't really Dang, got a nigga buzz. I hop out of my shit and lock the car door. As I step into the store, I'm staring at some hard hoe. She said, what's up? Like a nigga to me. I walked to the back and fired up my doobie. Should I get St. Eyes or O.E.? Looked up some niggas running at me about so deep. Running up on Spice One ain't wise. Put the nigga ass with St. What? Hold on. Yeah, uh, I know. A little jarring, but I mean, if you like that sometimes, I guess. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. He uh, he tells a story in, in that whole thing, so we cut off a little early, but like he he goes into like how he makes decisions, you know what I mean? And like he got into like a violent thing over some money or, yeah. you know what I mean? So I mean, and that's the great thing about like storytellers in hip hop. Check out that episode as well. Yes. Where man. like you can really get insight to a life that you probably don't ever want to experience for yourself. Yeah, or something that, you know, maybe you saw somebody else experience. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, it's just like in movies, you know, or any right. entertainment or mm-hmm. any artwork. It expresses what the artist is experiencing or uh, witnesses. Yeah. And um, when they do it in such, like, a way like Spicy One did it, you know, I, I, it's it's really dope. Um, he had also a lot of range as a, mm-hmm. as a lyricist, too. He had that rapid fire flow as well. Um, yeah, he, and this is really cool, like West Coast funk, he did, but not he, L.A. Right? You know? Yeah. And I misspoke earlier. This is actually from his debut album, but it okay. was not his first body of work. His first body of work was a mixtape, "Let It Be Known," mm-hmm. and then this came from his uh, first album, which is his self-titled debut. Man, yes, Spice One. You know, he came up around that same time, like where the Bay was big with uh, 
Too Short, E40, you know, mm-hmm. him, like, even, like, Richie Rich, I think, was involved in there. Like, there's a bunch of people out of the Bay, but he, he, it's just interesting how, like, some artists just, they pop in and pop out from there, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It seems like they get into so many other businesses, just, you know, maybe I'm just taking from, like, what E40, he's, like, part of, like, a bunch of businesses, mm-hmm. like, and, and, uh, and they just, they just use it. As like uh, kind of like a avenue. And Spice One was on uh, Jive Records. You remember in the nineties, like oh yeah, that's right. All I did was like straight up hip hop, and then yeah. they kind of fizzled or they did Jive transitioned. Did. Um, Jive was uh, I think UGK was on Jive. There's a bunch of artists on Jive. Uh, Mystical might have been on Jive. I mean, a lot of people were on Jive. Of, yeah, Jive I mean, just you're right. DJ Jeff, Jeff and Fresh Prince, Too Short. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Jive was on their grind. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, they were on it up until 2011. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, this is, we're not going to get into about Jive. I, we were talking about Isaac Hayes yeah. and this this sample, Joy. Mm-hmm. And the next song we're getting into is A Few More Kisses to Go. Oh, this one's... <laughs> Only reason I'm laughing because cause of the artist we chose. Okay. <laughs> sure. Which we'll review in a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is from the Don't Let Go album, which came out in 1979. And it was actually on Polydor Records. So I guess that was after he left Stax. Yeah. Um, and it debuted at number 39 on Billboard, which is still a pretty big deal for a black artist in the 70s. Um, but yeah, so the song we decided to... Well, let's talk about some other ones that sampled it first. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the one that... Um, you say you have like a love hate relationship with? Yeah, it's my kryptonite. Um, <laughs> for some people, their kryptonite is back that ass. Up. For most black women, I'll say their kryptonite is back that ass up. Okay. For me, it's ain't no fun, which I've talked about here before. Yes, you have. But I, I mean, it yeah. goes without saying. Like, I, I don't. I think for like half of the people that listen to it, it's kind of like, ah, but I gotta, you know, because there's no way you can flip those lyrics to be acceptable. No, it's, there's no way. It's 100% out there. Yeah. I mean, they use really, like, offensive terms. Like, like the hook is bad enough, and then Corrupt just starts wilding. I mean, he goes in there. <laughs> like, immediately. And then even, like, I mean, Nate Dogg. That's what I'm saying. Like You don't even expect it from him. You're like, Cause he's opened up what? Beautifully. You said opened up what? <laughs> I can't believe that. I had respect for you. I and know. then I took it back. <sighs> Because you pleasured me? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, see, you see, about you to get into started. your bag. You got oh, me started. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just, it's shocking, though. Like, and then when it comes on, like, I'm just, so women be the first ones. I know. I, okay, so I was, <laughs> I remember when I first moved here six and a half years ago, and, I mean, Monique and I are trying to find places to go, you know, to hang out, find places. So we found, like, you know, found a couple, you know, people that we liked, and we went to this big, like, great music venue and restaurant, and they were just, like, jamming, and then all of a sudden, Ain't No Fun comes on. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, really? They gonna play this? And then I was like, the pandemonium. Yeah, that song turns the party out. I was, Still. you know, and I guess, like, being in the South for so long, it wasn't always, like, in the South, it's not as big of a turn-up as it is here. It yeah, is a turn-up. West Coast, and we're right. in L.A. Exactly. And I mean... Those women were singing it. They were backing it up to the to their guys or whatever. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I was like, "Well, okay, this is what's up. This is 
This is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. I actually had to like fix myself. Like, okay, like I can like this in public. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I I didn't care, but I, I like this. I like the song. Yeah, it's problematic as hell. It but, is though. You know, it is. Thank you, Isaac Hayes. Um, <laughs> Tonight's Night by Redman is another one that samples um, "Humor Kisses to Go." Love that song. Yeah, one of my favorites by him. I mean, he he's just classic Redman. Yeah. On on tonight's tonight. And he was just spitting this continuously. Like we didn't choose that song, but if we did, it would have been very hard to find a t- timestamp. Man. Because the way he goes, um, and then Platinum Plus by Big L once again. For sure, for sure. Um. Actually, you did choose Redman. You didn't did. We? I was like, hold on. Yeah. Are we not playing it. Yeah, we because did choose I thought we have a time. Okay, cool. Yeah. So tonight's tonight. I'm so glad we are. Cause yeah. Um. Tonight's tonight. It like starts off. He's like super chill. I think I you chose the timestamp, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. That's why I said it was too hard for me. <laughs> yeah, because you love because song is hard to choose. Yeah. Like because Redman, like he just he goes on and on. Yeah. There's really no, there's really no hook, really. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like it starts off and he's like doing this rap that he usually doesn't do, but he's doing it. He's killing it. Yeah. And this girl jumps in and says, "You need to stop that shit. You need to <laughs> rap how you're supposed to rap." And then he just. Busts out. So yeah. that's the part that I wanted to play. So I'm gonna hit play that right now. Fuck off that punk smooth shit, man. Get with that rough shit, man. You know how we do. Mic check. I walk around the street with the black tech now by the waistline, picking out hype shit. I never claim to be the best type of rapper to the after. Show the motherfuckers what I'm after. I'm after the gold, then after that the platinum. Beef after that, hurricane G packs the gas, son. Chigga bang bang. Yo, bust the slang with my name. It's the red man on the funk thing. Psych your motherfucking rights tonight, tonight. To do what I wanna do, to do it like dynamite. The one perfected when the funk been ejected. I roughen up the rough draft to like make your head split. Huh? Past the 40 and the blunt and don't front on the block. Cause when you do front, brother, you get a start. I'm not an addict, more like Puff the Magic. Then pass it when I'm through, cause my crew got to have it. I don't claim to be a big rap star, cause no matter who you are, you still catch a bullet scar. So listen up and take heed to what I'm saying, cause tonight's tonight, and me and my niggas ain't playing. So good, there man. There are so many samples in there. I know. I was just thinking about that because they're like all night long. Yeah, by Mary, J- Mary Jane Girls mm-hmm. and then The Payback by James Brown. Yeah. Check out that episode. <laughs> we did James Brown. Yeah. Yep. And then Tonight Tonight by Radio Whew. as well as obviously A Few Kisses, Kisses to Go by Isaac Hayes. So yeah. hella samples in there. But they all came together very nicely. Man, Shout I, out Eric Sermon. Eric Sermon and Redman, they are like a great duo. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, don't get enough credit, I think. Um... I mean, this put me on the red man. Yeah, this, I mean, this came from his first album. Exactly. Um, and the funny thing is, when I was uh, my my older brother who loved Red Man like mm-hmm. more than I did, he was playing it in his room because yeah. he had his own room <laughs> and he had his own space. We could not go in there, but he was like, "Ooh, we got to hear this." And mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, Red Man!" I was like, "Whoa, what's this?" And we, you know, it was so popular to us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I so mean, big, to everybody. You know. Um, We've talked about it many times. Yes, how we Eminem have. is like Eminem straight from that Red Man School of Rap. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and then you know, um, Michael Jackson actually sampled this beat for um the Butterflies remix. Oh, oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Thinking about the, the beat right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. Yep. Dang man, Butterflies. Love yep. that song. Yep, Marsha Ambrosius. Yes, Marsha. All right. Um, we wrapping up. Yeah, let's let's. So that one, just to re-up, that one's, like we said, uh, Tonight's Tonight, 
a few more kisses to go, Isaac Hayes. Um, so this one that we're wrapping up with, um, it's a it's a song that pivoted hip hop. I think it just um, it's like these guys, the Ghetto Boys. Well, yeah, but let's talk about Isaac Hayes first because this is <laughs> this Isaac is about Hayes. Isaac Hayes, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's do that. All right, my bad. So Hung up my baby is a song that's sampled that we're talking about, um, and some other notable songs that sampled it include "Here Comes a Hot Stepper." That song is so corny, but <laughs> I was about it to was say, like, huge. Yeah, it was. It was yeah. huge. Uh, Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa. Wyclef. Wyclef. Yeah, I know that. You song. know how we do it. Ice Cube. Also another. Yeah, you big know how song. we do it is one of my is is yeah yeah yeah. I I just think that that was more. I don't know. It's that's complete West Coast to me. Like just yeah. up there with his, you know, with a lot of his with his other song with "Today Was a Good Day" and you know, uh. Whoa, whoa. Anyway, stop. I I, just, <laughs> I had nothing else to say. I just wanted to like get that 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 vocal is really cool in there, even though it's it's not a part of that sample. Yeah. Um, but uh, man. But yeah, hung up my baby is um from the Three Tough Guys album or soundtrack. Really? Okay. Um, yeah. And it was a lesser known song. It hit like seventy two on the charts. So. It wasn't huge. Yeah, it was from the Three Tough Guys soundtrack. Um, wasn't huge, but as we mentioned before, pretty big in hip hop. So, I mean, I'm just looking at at Isaac Hayes and his his whole history. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> He's also had a a vast filmography as well. Um, on top of his music, uh. Um, how many albums did you see? How many albums he actually ended up uh, his whole discography? I'm looking at it right now. So you can answer that. Right, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at. I mean, <laughs> twelve. Hold on. I'm on fourteen. <laughs> like twenty-one. Of like solo albums. Does that include soundtracks and stuff? Um, Other than Shaft. Yeah. No, not including soundtracks. It's a okay. discography alone from 1968 to 1995. Okay. Wow. So anyway. Then toss in the soundtracks, live albums, mm-hmm. his, like, Lucy songs and stuff. <laughs> a lot of music. Exactly why we... I mean, I see why you chose him for our, our sample series, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, uh, this is the, the third part of our sample series, and I think we're going to, like, lay it to bed for a little bit yeah. for now, and then... So next week we'll be on something something new. But um this is a good choice. So our first just going back to the of to the three parts of our sample series. The first one was Stevie Wonder, the second one was um James Brown, and now Isaac Hayes. So out of these three, <laughs> they're responsible for like a whole third of hip hop pretty much. It seems like when it comes to you know, earners and 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 <clears throat> recognition and sales, like the whole, you know, like the amount of of commerce mm-hmm. <laughs> involved in their music is 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 immense. Sure. You know, it's it's a big part of it. So, I mean, I enjoyed it. Hopefully, everyone that listens to it enjoyed yeah. it. But we're gonna go out to uh, 
my mind's playing tricks on me. Um, and I don't know if you read uh, Very Smart Brothers, the blog, but oh, no, no, they no. wrote an interesting piece about um, this song and the ghetto voice use of it. It's not like a like a research piece or anything, but kind of like what we do, talk about like feeling and nostalgia and oh, stuff. Oh, really? Okay. Um, so if you Google Very Smart Brothers and like Hung Up My Baby, it'll come up. Oh, Very Smart Brothers, Hung Up on My Baby. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, um, check them out. I'm going to check them out. But yeah, today. Mind's Playing Tricks on Me is definitely one of the most like, classic songs of the yeah. genre. To, to me, it, it is just because of just the way it came in. Um, there was uh, Public Enemy was a, you know, a, a, a group in, on the East Coast, and then it just seemed like, like the South kind of, like, I don't know if they were kind of parallel to them in a way, like the way they were put together by, you know, by by the group and the, how, like, I forgot, what was the, the artist? Um, let me look up uh, the rapper's name. He had a very unique voice on their group. Why am I, of well, course, only three. There's three, I know. <laughs> so Scarface and, and Bushwick Bill and... That's fucked up. You are from Texas, so... I'm supposed to know this. <laughs> That's uh, Ghetto Boys, um... Here we go. So, Willie D. Mm-hmm. So, Willie D had that voice. It wasn't like this great rapper necessarily, mm-hmm. I don't think. But, um, and them being on like an independent label out of Houston, rap a lot. And uh, I think, I think I was listening to um, uh, Prince, Jay Prince, talk about how he liked that voice of Chuck D, and he just thought, when he heard Willie D rap, he was like, man, I like that, but I want to put him in a group, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And then he had Scarface, and Scarface originally was going to be a solo as well. Mm-hmm. The same with Bushwick. They were all originally, they all have their own unique styles, you know? Right. And, and putting them in a group was just magic, mm-hmm. I think, you know? Yeah. It was, nothing beats it, you know? And on this song, Mine's Playing Tricks on Me, it's, it goes into that because all of them have completely separate stories. Yeah, on this song, but they all have that one thing in common where they feel like they their are mind, just losing it. Yeah, they're all going in, insane, yeah. and they're just like, "Why is this happening to me?" You mm-hmm. know. Um, and uh, but that's my take on on Ghetto Boys. Um, but the beautiful thing is that it is sampled. Uh, it's sampled "Hung Up on My Baby," and I think that's the. That's just. That's that's the end of it. That's 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 great. Yeah. yeah so we'll close episode. out this episode and this series. Yes. With this. So with thanks this. for sticking with us. Cheers, people, and uh, follow us on Instagram at AdverseCast. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Headline, I can't sleep. I toss and turn. Candlesticks in the dark. Visions of bodies being burned. Four walls just staring at a nigga. I'm paranoid, sleeping with my finger on the trigger. My mother's always dressing. I ain't living right, but I ain't going out without a fight. Every time my eyes close, I start sweating And blood starts coming out my nose It's somebody watching the act But I don't know who it is, so I'm watching my back I can see him when I'm deep in the covers When I awake, I don't see the motherfucker He owns a black hat like I own A black suit and a cane like my own Some might say take a chill, B But fuck that shit, there's a nigga trying to kill me I'm popping in the clip when the wind blows Every 20 seconds got me peeping out my window Investigating a joint for traps Taking my telephone for taps I'm staring at the woman on the corner It's fucked up when your mind's playing tricks on you
I make